Hello friends, Caleb Suko here with the Gospel Today. Alright, how is your summer going? How is this strange, very strange summer with coronavirus and quarantine going for you? I hope it's going well. I wanted to record this kind of short audio for the podcast this week to just kind of give you an update of some things that are going on and also let you know some of the things that are going to be happening here shortly. And so I hope that you'll forgive me, but I don't want to just blame quarantine and coronavirus for everything, but okay, fine. Let's just blame coronavirus. Uh, Quarantine has definitely changed a lot of plans and I'm sure it's changed a lot of your plans as well. As you may or may not know, we had planned to come to the U.S. this summer to visit uh, a number of churches and to help our son Mishael get started in his studies. That didn't happen because of quarantine and no flights were going, so that was all canceled. But in the end, we see God's hand in all of this. And and that's really, I hope, what you see as well, that one of the great lessons of coronavirus and quarantine is to just learn to trust God when life takes unexpected changes. And we have all seen that very much this year. And that's compounded with different problems that people are facing that sometimes don't have anything to do with coronavirus. And coronavirus and quarantine have just complicated the situation for everyone. So anyway, my my goal in this episode of the Gospel Today is to give you just a bit of an update on everything that's going on with us this summer. And like I said, I'm what I'm going to probably do is record a couple of more episodes over the next three or four weeks focusing on a few specific areas that I would like to talk about. But first of all, let's just talk about the coronavirus situation here in Ukraine. Obviously, as I said, we haven't gone anywhere. We've just been here in Odessa, Ukraine uh, all this summer. We had uh, plans to go to the States Uh, We had some other plans to travel, even in Ukraine, to some different places. I had plans in March, I think end of March, to travel to eastern Ukraine to visit some of our our pastors and churches there, and that got canceled. I had plans, I had plans, I had plans for today, actually, well, today's Tuesday. I had plans for yesterday, today, and tomorrow to be in Kiev to help with a children's camp that was going on there. That got canceled. And so even a lot of our plans here in Ukraine have have been canceled. That being said, God has allowed us to be able to continue doing a lot of ministries and even to start a new ministry, which I will tell you about here shortly. But the situation with with coronavirus in Ukraine right now is it's just getting worse. For a long time, it was sort of just like it wasn't too bad, and I think in in April, especially, we had quarantine and things were fairly restricted. After, by certainly by June, quarantine was almost not not something that was noticeable. 
And currently quarantine here is if you go into a grocery store, they make you put a mask on. And I don't think that they're supposed to be having any kind of like um, school or events for, for children. But other than that, it's not very noticeable. Restaurants are working, stores are working. And even like in restaurants, the it's it's just not even they don't wear masks that much. Um, I mean, like the waiter, the waiters and the waitresses, the staff, they do, or they wear it around their chin or they wear it around their mouth and not their nose. So what I'm just saying is so far, what we've seen, at least in, in, in Odessa, Ukraine is very, very lax rules on quarantine. And we have also seen that the numbers are going up quite a bit in the last week, especially and so we can have or so so we have uh, concerns in the churches here about outbreaks because we had a, a, a one in the church in our end of town that I had heard reports that they after one service had 60 people that got sick and the thing here is that not everyone is getting tested because it costs money to get tested and so uh, a lot of people just choose not to get tested but when they're sick for six or seven or eight or nine or ten days and they lose their sense of smell and taste and and they have symptoms of pneumonia then usually they figure it's probably coronavirus especially if they've come in contact with somebody who had a proven case of coronavirus so if you look at the numbers in ukraine i think the last couple of days we were around 1600 or 1400 new cases per day but just know that that does definitely does not reflect how many cases we actually have here. I'm sure the number is far greater than that. That being said, our family's been healthy so far, and we praise God for that. We've had uh, at least one person in our uh, Russian-speaking church that got coronavirus, and we've had a number of other, well, no, actually several people in our Russian-speaking church that got coronavirus. I take that back. So, so last... Uh, we had started with a Russian-speaking church. We had started going back to uh, services, open-air services, outdoors in the park. But then last Sunday, they decided to just only invite those people that were necessary to make the service happen because of several people uh, in our church actually got coronavirus. And so I preached this past Sunday this past Sunday at, a, at our at Skenia, the tabernacle, our, our church here, and spoke on Matthew chapter 5, verse 10, about persecution, which was, was very interesting for me to, to preach on. And so that was a blessing that I was able to at least preach online uh, through, through Facebook Live. I think it was streamed. But we have also, through quarantine, God has led us to start a new ministry and so we have been working with some foreign students over the past year and a half two years and felt more and more that God was calling us to to focus on that ministry and to focus on preaching the gospel in that context and so even though we have quarantine still officially going on here we have been meeting with a small group of internationals on sunday evenings at 5 p.m we also started 
in, let's see, I think May by meeting in the park. And then uh, we moved to a couple of different locations outdoors and had 10, 12, 15 people. Then we moved to, to my office. We have a, a, a decent sized room here where we could fit about 20 people. But the numbers got over 20. And so we had 20, 25. Uh, or maybe a little bit more sometimes. And so actually just as of this past Sunday, we decided to rent a room in a hotel that is right downtown here, not far from my office. And it's a, it's a good sized room that can seat about 100 people, but we figured that we needed the extra space for social distancing. So that's where we were this past Sunday. So we really, really appreciate your prayers for that ministry. And um, I, I want to share with you more about that. We're working with some of the international students and uh, giving them a little bit of uh, work over the summer as they um, need a little bit of, a little bit of extra income. And so we're having them do some work around some of the churches here in Ukraine. And that's been a blessing to them and a blessing to some of the churches here. So appreciate your, your prayers about that. Also, uh, was able to this summer... Uh, have a meeting with our, we have a, a council, what do you call it, council? A, <laughs> my brain sometimes doesn't doesn't remember the English words here. Uh, we have a, a fund that, that helps, called the Ukraine Crisis Fund, that helps churches in eastern Ukraine. And so we have a group of pastors that meet together to help us to make good uh, decisions about that fund. And we were able to meet with them and disperse uh, some some funds to help churches in eastern Ukraine. And so, obviously, we can't go to those places right now, but uh, there are some ways that we can send uh, funds to, to help those churches that are continuing in the war zone as well. So, been continuing with that ministry. And uh, definitely appreciate your prayers for those pastors and churches in eastern Ukraine. And then, of course, also Christina has been continuing with the Women's Center uh, I think that right now they might be going back into quarantine a little bit, but uh, she has a couple of clients that she's working with on a regular basis and sharing the gospel with. And and so she has, uh, she's actually, she's there today, Tuesday, she's at the Women's Center. And so she's been able to to keep up with that sometimes by, by phone or, or just connecting with them online, but been able to keep up with that even through quarantine as well. Now, the other thing that I wanted to mention just in a, in a family way is that, well, two things, I guess since the last time I talked to you. One is that we got a new granddaughter on July 4th, and so we became grandparents for the second time, so our daughter Naomi gave birth to little Cosette Ivanka, I think, or Ivana, so Cosette Ivana. It, down there in southern Chile. So we have not met her personally yet, but are definitely hoping that we can sometime in the near future. And uh, But appreciate your prayers for them too down there in, in southern Chile. And the other family news is that our son Mishael graduated from high school at the end of, actually end of May. Uh, he was going to go back to the States He's going to go back in June, beginning of June. Of course, that didn't work out. So he's still here, but we do have tickets for him now, and it looks like flights are working. So he's going to be going back to the States on on August 25th. 
and he will be spending the first year there working, uh, earning some money, and establishing his residency in Washington State so that the following year he can begin college there and it won't cost an arm and a leg. So appreciate your prayers for Mishael as he leaves the nest here and goes to Washington State. He'll be with my parents there. So you, those of you who are listening in Washington State, uh, uh, in the Geek Harbor area, you might see him soon in, in your your area there. So appreciate your prayers for Michelle as he starts that new step in his life. And, and for us, as we get used to not having him here, we're just, we're going to be down to three children at home, three out of five. So, uh, but we, we are appreciative of God's direction leading in Michelle's life as well. So that's just the, the little update that I want to share with you. And what I want to let you know what is coming here in the future, what I have planned for the fall, is I did, I believe, record a couple of chapters of my book, What If? How to Kill Worry and Anxiety Before They Kill You. And I would like to continue recording that. So I'm going to be putting out chapter three here very soon. So you'll stay tuned on the podcast if you want to get that. And then also in our so our international outreaches, we do that in English. And so, uh, in fact, if you would like to, you can get on the Facebook page. It's called Odessa International Fellowship, and you can find it on Facebook. And we do live stream our services right now. But we started a new sermon series called The Most Important Questions, and we are going to be going through uh, some of the most important questions, such as who is God, who is man, what is sin, what is death, who is Jesus, what is the cross, or why the cross, what is faith, and what is life. And so I also want to put those out on the podcast so that you can at least get the audio of those, and I hope that that will be a blessing to you. And I also want to offer you, if you do have any questions for us, please uh, don't hesitate to let me know. You can write to to us, caleb at sugofamily.org is the email, or if you just go to sukofamily.org slash ask, A-S-K, slash ask, sukofamily.org slash ask, you can ask your question there, and I will try to respond to it on the on the podcast. And a final note, friends, uh, we, we do need your support in prayer and in finances, and if you are interested in hearing about uh, a couple of things that uh, we specifically need uh, are looking for gods to provide some support in please send me a note and i will respond to you personally i have a couple of uh, exciting ministry opportunities that god has given us and are looking for people to who would like to see god work in ukraine and are able to help with that so just send me a note. You can send it to Caleb at sugofamily.org or send it um, through through our website, sugofamily.org slash ask. Uh, there's also a place where you can give on our website too or all the information to give. So it's all there. All right, friends, that is it for today. Just a little check-in. I hope you're doing well. I hope that you are staying healthy during this time. And I hope that you are staying close to God. 